Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. As we adapt in this season of pandemic, we are meeting in our house churches in person and online as a primary space for worship, formation, connection, and encouragement. Teachings like this are one way we engage with scripture seeking to become more like Christ. These teaching podcasts also serve as a conversation starter for deeper engagement at house church. We're glad you're listening. Sometimes, Lord, it just seems to be too much. Too much violence, too much fear, too much of demands and problems, too much of broken dreams and broken lives, too much of war and slums and dying, too much of greed and squishy fatness and the sounds of people devouring each other and the earth. Too much of stale routines and quarrels, unpaid bills and dead ends. Too much of words lobbed in to explode and leaving shredded hearts and lacerated souls. Too much of turned away backs and yellow silence, red rage and the bitter taste of ashes in my mouth. Sometimes the very air seems scorched by threats and rejection and decay until there is nothing but to inhale pain and exhale confusion. Too much of darkness, Lord. Too much of cruelty and selfishness and indifference. Too much, Lord, too much, too bloody, bruising, brainwashing much. Or, Is it too little? Too little of compassion? Too little of courage? Too little of daring, of persistence, of sacrifice? Too little of music and laughter and celebration? Oh God, make of me some nourishment for these starved times, some food for my brothers and sisters who are hungry for gladness and hope that being bread for them, I may also be fed and be full. By now you've heard it several times, but we're in the fourth week of Advent and the theme of love. And the reality is that love is at the very center of all of this season, this year that has often felt like too much It's so appropriate that we close the year, our last worship gathering together to center on love and God's deep love for us. There is no hope, there is no peace, there is no joy without the love of God. And the love that God revealed and made full in the sending of his son Jesus. In Christ's love, we find hope we find peace and we find joy. You've probably heard the greatest commandment. God commanded us to love God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, with all of our mind and with all of our strength and to love our neighbors as ourselves. The good news, the really, really, really good news of Christmas, the beauty of, of the divine becoming human in Jesus, 
is that God fulfilled that commandment toward us. Jesus took on flesh as an expression of God loving us with all of God's heart, with all of God's soul, with all of God's mind, and with all of God's strength. Jesus moved into the neighborhood to make us neighbors whom he would love with all of his heart, with all of his soul, and with all of his mind, and with all of his strength. And he comes to us in a surprising, mysterious way, not in a cloud of glory or a flame of fire, but through the womb of a young, engaged, but not yet married virgin. A month ago, Cindy taught us up here from Exodus 33, and God showing Moses his goodness. In the next chapter, God proclaims to Moses who God is. In Exodus 34, 6, God passed in front of Moses proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And this identification of God is actually repeated over 20 times throughout the Old Testament. It's kind of like the Israelites' expression, God is good all the time, all the time, God is good. This is theirs, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. There's a couple different words in these languages. This word chesed, which is sometimes translated as love, sometimes translated as goodness, kindness, favor, mercy, loving kindness, covenantal love, committed love, devoted love. The truth is our English words can't quite capture what this word means and actually um, there's some disagreement among scholars about what what actually its meaning is. The one thing that's agreed on is that there's there's a, a condescending aspect of God's chesed, and I mean condescending in the best sense of the word, not in some like arrogant, like I'm better than you, but condescending in the way that a parent gets down on their knees to help their child when they're hurt. That's God's chesed. The Aramaic word for love, which Jesus most likely spoke Aramaic, is a word rachma, which is actually very related to the Hebrew word for compassion, rachum. And what I find fascinating about those words is that their root is connected to the word for womb, which creates this picture of what compassion is. Compassion is this womb in which there is nurture, there is protection, there is care, and at just the right time, gives birth to new life. First John 4, 9 tells us God's own love was revealed when he sent his one and only son into the world that through him we could have life. And God's love, God's compassion was made full to us, was revealed to us, was made flesh in the womb of Mary.
Jesus, the one, the word through whom, by whom, and for whom all things were made, now a baby cramped inside of a womb, gestating for nine months. There's something about the mystery of that that boggles my mind. The one who created all, whose compassion overflows to us, entered into a womb. And then was born through the pain of childbirth, and I know it's a little bit uh, shallow for me to stand up here and talk about the pain of childbirth, because I obviously have no idea what that's like. But Jesus was born through that pain. That pain that in the beginning, God said, was a sign of the curse. And now Jesus is born through it. The curse that he came to reverse. Jesus, the Lord of all creation, born helpless and naked and dependent on the compassion of a teenage mom. A teenage mom who would wake up in the middle of the night to breastfeed, to wipe his butt, to put clothes on him and soothe him back to sleep. About 33 years later, before Jesus would pay the ultimate sacrifice, would go more than the extra mile to demonstrate his love, he taught his disciples and his teaching echoes to us. And he taught about when he would come again. This is in Matthew 25. But when the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit upon his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered in his presence and he will separate the people as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep at his right hand and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you? or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it to me. We wait for Christ to come in glory. And as we wait, he comes to us, naked, hungry, thirsty, a stranger, a prisoner, homeless. Mary, did you know that your baby boy has come to make us new? Mary, 
Did you know when you kiss your little baby, you kissed the face of God? Mary, did you know that your baby boy was the Lord of all creation? Sam and Aaron, did you know when you invited that teenage girl who had no place to stay into your home? Did you know? Mike and Deanne, when you make meatballs for your neighbor who's undergoing cancer treatment, do you know? Denise, when you met Jim, did you know? Becky, when you saw Sue and Barb, did you know? Kelly, Trish, Chrissy, Jeanette, Ange, Aubrey, when you meet your clients, when you help them, heal them, restore them, do you know? Big John, when you go and buy groceries and help your neighbor with her laundry, do you know? Renew, when you packed those boxes of groceries, did you know? Renew, do you know? Oh God, give birth to love in us again. Help us to receive the love that you poured out to us with your whole heart, your whole mind, with all your soul and with all your strength. Multiply your love in and through us that there may be more than enough compassion, courage, daring, persistence, sacrifice, music, laughter, and celebration. Oh God, make of us some nourishment for these starved times, some food for our brothers and sisters who are hungry for gladness and hope, that being bread for them, we may also be fed and be full. Amen. Thank you for listening to the podcast of the Renew Community. This in no way should replace the formation within a community of Jesus followers. If you are looking for a church, would like more information about Renew, or would like to give financially to this ministry, check out our website at renewcommunity.org.